June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Welcome to the CBS Eye on Money show. It's Thursday, September 1st. It's not because we're pre-recording this, but... Uh, when you hear it, it will be Thursday, September 1st, and we are delighted to have you join us. This is the program that tries to take the mystery out of your financial life. Now, Mark, uh, this show will air going into a long weekend. Will you be going away for that weekend? No, because if everything goes as planned, we will have just gotten back from Europe. So we will want to lay low. Or you will still be in Europe. Or our bags will still be in Europe. (laughs) Listen, I just spoke to a guy this week, um, one of the hosts on NPR, and I was doing something for them. And I said, uh, how are you doing? He goes, well, you know, I'm I'm, I'm happy to be home. I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, I was in Northern Europe. I was in Norway traveling around and I got COVID and I had to stay there for 10 extra days. I said, that sounds kind of fabulous. He goes, it wasn't bad. (laughs) It's So I hope that no one gets sick and I hope your bags make it out with you into the United States of America. All right. Today we are talking to Natalie, who's on the line from Wisconsin. And Natalie, we were saying before we got on the air that we don't get a lot of callers from your neck of the woods. So welcome. You're representing. What can we do for you? Well, um, I'm happy to be here today, and I've got a lot of questions, but I'll try to whittle them down to just a few because I know you keep your episodes nice and short. Um, I'm hoping first you can kind of settle a financial dispute that my husband and I are having a little bit about Mm -hmm. whether or not we're saving enough. Um, He thinks I'm saving too much, and I don't think so. I think you can never save too much, Um, you know. Okay. And I'm also... um, wondering, I I currently am a teacher, so I'm eligible for a pension. But as is the case with many teachers, it's it's a tough profession. And I'm questioning whether or not I want to stay. And I really don't know if it's worth it to stay for the pension. I know you love them and you you constantly are are celebrating the pension. But um, all right. All right. I got you. I I hear where where you're going with this. How old are you, Natalie? I am 37. How old is husband? Same age. Kids? No kids. That makes the pension decision a little bit easier. How much do you earn? I earn about fifty-six thousand a year. Um, I do often take on extra little jobs, so sometimes I'll get uh, anywhere from like an extra five thousand to this year it'll be an extra eleven thousand, but that's not guaranteed. Okay. And um, how long have you been in the system? Uh, this is my thirteenth year. Are you vested already? Yes. Um, So if I left today, I would still be eligible. I would get, uh, I think when I looked at my statement last, it said um, about almost $900 a month. Um, If I were to leave now, I would get that at 65. Okay. That's not so terrible. Okay. 
Now, tell us about your rich husband who's going to allow you to make this big career transfer. Um, well, he, he just got a little raise, so he actually is now making about 70000 a year. Mm-hmm. Um, he, though, doesn't have a salary, so sometimes he gets overtime. So uh, it varies a bit, but, but that's about where he is, 70000 Does he have a retirement plan to which he is contributing? He has a 401k. Um, He's contributing. He has an old one that he has yet to roll over. Um, I'm trying to nudge him to do that. That's Mm -hmm. at $36,000 from his old employer. Mm -hmm. And then his current um, employer is at, I think right now it's at $39,000. How much is he contributing into that retirement account? He is only contributing 8%. Sorry, I'm just looking. Is there a match? A three percent match. Okay, good. And when you um, when you look at your savings, you have to make contributions to your pension. Do you also have like a four hundred three b? Yes, I have a four hundred three b that I I just contribute a little to, but I'm wondering if I should increase. Right now, it's at um, twenty thousand. Are these all traditional accounts that you guys have, as opposed to Roth? Yeah, I'm not eligible for a Roth four hundred three b. I've asked, but he's not sure if he is eligible, but I'm going to try to see if we can get the Roth. But I did open um, an, a Roth IRA for each of us uh, two years ago. So mm-hmm. that um, combined for both of us, we have about 23000 in Roth IRAs right now. Fabulous. That's great. Do you guys also have a brokerage account? No, no brokerage. And what about just emergency reserve? Um, I did put uh, 10000 in I-bonds um, for myself, and then we have savings about 71000 right now. Seven one. Yes, seventy one. Mm, okay. How about um, your living situation? House, rent, what do you guys do? We own our home. Uh, we just bought a new home uh, last year, so we owe... 260000 on it. It's a 3.25% mortgage. It's worth about three fifty. Great. That's great. Um, and any other debt that's outstanding, school loans or anything like that? Uh, no school loans. Those are all paid off. I am in grad school, but I pay as I go. Um, mm. So I pay out of pocket, no loans. And cars. My husband has a car loan. 9000 outstanding at 4%. And then I have a car loan. Uh, I only took the loan because it was a 0% interest. And so I have 6,000 left on that. Why does he think you're saving so much? I mean, you're saving, you're doing a good job, but like, what what, what, are you, are you denying yourselves? No, I mean, I don't think so. We just went uh, to Ireland um, recently and we go on a big trip about every year. I, I feel like we spend everything we want, but I guess I'm, I'm in charge of the finances and that's a relatively recent thing within the past few years. And uh, he likes to call it his allowance. Oh, boy. (laughs) You know, he always um, hates having to be limited in what he can spend. Um, But I kind of feel like, you know, you need to know. It it doesn't mean we limit completely, but you kind of have to have that allocated so that we can increase our retirement saving. And I don't want to work forever. And I know he doesn't either. He'd like to retire at 60 if possible. And so... Um, I keep trying to get him to look towards the future and he kind of looks at the now. Okay. That's a nice combination though. You probably complement each other. We very do. Much, we right? do. What would you do if you quit your teaching job? What would you be thinking about? 
Um, there are two options. So my master's degree that I'm currently working on will set me up to either kind of continue in teaching, but at a, um, a two-year community college. So I would teach um, upper level um, classes. And that actually, depending on what um, school, if I could get into one, I could possibly still maintain the pension. It would go mm -hmm. into the same system. So that's mm -hmm. ideal. Yeah. But if not, um, I'm also setting myself up to move into the corporate world and do corporate training. Um, ah. I have colleagues who have done that. So. Hmm. Okay. I, I tell you what, I don't think you're saving too much money. That I don't think necessarily. I think you're in good shape. I mean, look, you're in great shape. I mean, the, the money that's in the emergency reserve will help make this transition. Are you thinking like, okay one more school year because you didn't give your notice in time. So what would what would the ideal be for you? Yeah, I mean, this next year is going to be kind of, I feel like the make or break, um, finishing up my grad school, starting to look and see what's out there and decide if that's going to be the shift I want or not. Yeah. And if not, I think, I think I'm just kind of stuck at that point. Okay. <laughs> yeah, think. I mean, I wouldn't say stuck, but I think one more year and then you keep looking and then you could just do the, then the second year you could say, okay, I'm looking for my next thing and you'll, you'll get a job in the corporate sector. Fine. There's nothing wrong with that. That's all good. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I think you're in good shape. Generally speaking, you're, you know, you're 37 years old. If right now you're putting money into your 403B, he's putting money into his 401k, and you're also doing Roth contributions, I don't know. I, do they need to do more than that, Mark? What's the extra cash flow look like on a monthly basis? Is there much? Um, we really only spend, it's about 5,000 a month. Yeah. I mean, after some of that, I would say at least an extra thousand, give or take, depending on, you know, what we do that month. And that you're just throwing into the, the savings account. Yeah. Yeah. That's why the savings is kind of high. I just kind of chuck it all in there at the moment. I mean, if you can take some of that thousand, once you make a decision about what's next and put that into a non, uh, either, either shift over and do a Roth for him or, you know, you are putting money in Roth, but if you just like tick up your retirement contributions or just get a brokerage account and open that up, then I think you're fine. I was trying to encourage him to max out his 401k since he's only doing, like I said, 8% right now with a 3% match. But do you think it would be better to do instead of that to just kind of take any extra money we get and put it into a brokerage instead? What do you think, Mark? I, I like having a mix of both. I like having some in retirement and some in a brokerage that I can get my hands on if I need it. Yeah. And especially if you're going through a transition period, potentially in the next couple of years, then I think it is, it's nice to have that money. It's already been taxed. You don't have to think about it. It's, I think that might be, might work better for you just to have that extra, you know, in abeyance. You know what I mean? Might be an easier sell on him too, that he can access it if he needs it. Right. Good point, Mark. I like that. Thinking about thinking about what we can sell to the man. I like it. I like that. Um, now, I know you don't have kids, but you still need um, wills. Do you have a will? 
Yes, um, I did just kind of an online one. I tried to get it notarized before I came on because I knew you were going to ask, but I wasn't able to. But yes, that will be done soon. Okay, great. And do you have some life insurance that you guys both carry for each other? At the moment, we just have what we get through work, um, which is for the most part about double the salary. Um, I didn't know since it's just us we both have kind of talked about if something happened to one of us, we would probably downsize and wouldn't keep the house anyway. Um, so I mean, look, if you're, you are young, if you don't want to force that as an issue in the future, in other words, if, if something happened to you right this second, it would stink and you'd be a little bit light on savings. So, you know, you could just go online and, and uh, maybe get like, I don't know, Mark, what, 250,000 for the next 10 years or something. Yeah, it's going to be really cheap if, as long as you guys are both healthy. And um, and I would just have that because I don't love putting the gun to the partner's head who's just buried the spouse. It just is a bummer. And we don't like to force those decisions. So if you have a little flexibility, I think that's better. Yeah, I have the option through work. So Once the next career path is determined, what do you think about taking a little bit out of that 71000 and and getting rid of that 4% note? Well, I will. I was going to say that, but you know, I I want to wait till that till we have some determination. Look, you don't need. You only spend five grand a month, okay? And so, and it's not even because you say you sometimes have extra. So even you know the most you really need in there is sixty. Let's get through this transition period. You can build it up a little bit, and then you can knock off the five percent car loan if you you know once you have. Okay, if you get a job in the in um, the community college and you have like all that, that's fine. And even if you get a job in the private sector, you're probably going to make more. And then just bang that uh, car loan out. Let's get rid of it. We are paying extra on it. We pay. A all right, that's so. great. All Could right, I ask what else? Question? Yeah. Yeah. So if I do the brokerage, and I guess this kind of applies to my Roth um, IRA as well, with Mm -hmm. that, I mean, I just do ETFs, and then I have a little bit in a mutual fund that um, the man who helped us set up the accounts at Schwab recommended. Okay. Is that good? Do I just let those ride forever? Yeah. Never sell? I mean, you really just hold on? Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, you sell, you can rebalance every year. It's a retirement account, especially. So that, for sure, you can rebalance once a year. If you're, you know, oh, I'm 70 stocks and 30 bonds. I'm out of whack. Yeah, rebalance once a year. It's fine. But don't go crazy and just have a few funds and you'll be fine. I don't think you need to start getting sexy and putting different stuff in there. I do think that rebalancing makes sense. You know, if you have a U.S. stock, a little bond, a um, an international position. If you even want to throw a commodities little something in there, whatever you want, but like not more than four funds. Don't go crazy. It's unnecessary. This is when I make. I feel like the um, people in the industry. It's like uh, they try to make it seem like it's. Oh my god! It's like so hard. It's not hard to be an investor. It's hard to just stick to a game plan. That's what's hard to do. And you got a game plan. You're good. Well, thanks. You have helped me not panic about anything. So that's been wonderful. Fantastic. I love that. All right. Mark, are we done? Are we letting Natalie go back to Wisconsin and, and eat plenty of cheese? And drink some some Miller Lite? Yes. And, some, and being a Badger fan? Isn't that what they are, the Badgers? We have the state fair coming up as well. So that's lots of fried food as well as cheese. Oh, yes. I love those state fairs. I was invited to the state fair um, many times in various middle of the country states. And I said I was a little scared, but I'm going to get my, I think I can get my mojo up for doing that. Go to. The, I love the livestock competition. 
the whole thing of like, that makes me like excited and, and interested. I want to do that. All right, Natalie, good luck. Thanks so much for contacting us. If you, like Natalie, need a little bit of help and you want us to uh, settle a domestic dispute between, you know, saving enough, saving too much, they're doing just right. Um, We would love to help you out. Go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button, and tell us what's going on. And if you would like to come on the program, you click the box, and then Mark does everything else. Isn't that great? Fantastic. While you're on the website, sign up for the free weekly newsletter. Uh, how about you buy the book? You can pre-order my book. So we would love for you to do that. It's called The Great Money Reset, and everybody needs to get a copy of that. Everything you need for Jill on Money World is at jillonmoney.com. You can follow us wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can check out our other broadcast. It's called Jill on Money. Mark Talercio is our co-host and executive producer. We are distributed by Paramount Global. We drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday try to lift someone up today. It's going to make that person feel better. It's going to make you feel better. Curiosity, compassion, community. Happy Labor Day weekend. We'll talk to you next week. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sat from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Hey everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show, coming out every Thursday. We're going to be talking about the uh, election, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? Listen to The Weekly Show with John Stewart wherever you get your podcasts. So you're always on the go. Now you can take the CBS Mornings with you. And we want to go wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews on the CBS Mornings On The Go podcast. Listen to CBS Mornings On The Go ad-free on Wondery Plus.